I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Let's go to the Toyota of Hollywood guest line shop for 1,500 Toyotas indoors in one of America's largest showrooms at Toyota of Hollywood on 441 between Hollywood and Sheridan. And they will find Coyote Peterson uh, joining us this morning. He has a new show coming out on Discovery Channel. Coyote Peterson, Brave the Wild, premiering on February 9th. Very excited. This guy is a YouTube sensation. Leo, we just hey, watched him get I'm stung. terrified. I'm scared. I'm scared. Like, I don't know. How do you talk to a guy that just puts animals or little insects on him and lets him bite him till his arm goes numb? Yeah, Coyote, why you do that? <laughs> Good morning, guys. How are you What's doing? What's happening? Uh, well, you, you know, there's a, a whole lot of education and science that comes behind the craziness of the things that I've done in the past for uh, intentionally being bitten or stung by some of these creatures. Yeah, but well, why though? Like, it's it, I understand, but you you like you were taught what was this? it was the uh, the the tomahawk whatever the hell it was that you said it was the worst pain of your life. You couldn't you couldn't feel your arm. I don't understand, Cody. Like, is this uh, this is for research purposes? So I think you're talking about the tarantula hawk, which yes, is tarantula the hawk. fourth worst at this point. There's been three more painful since then. Really. Um, yeah, so, so how do you get people excited about animals? That became one of our, our big missions early on. I mean, it's tough to get people to really tune into animal adventure content, especially when you're getting launched in a realm with something like YouTube. And to be honest with you guys, I'm really good at not being bitten and stung by things. Uh, and this started with me experimenting by showing you how to remove porcupine quills from the snout of your dog. I intentionally got myself quilled by a porcupine working with one that was being raised at a wildlife sanctuary. And from there, the audience just kept asking for this or that or this or that. And we discovered uh, something called the Schmidt Insect Sting Pain Index, created by an entomologist named Justin Schmidt. And he wrote a, a really interesting book called The Sting of the Wild, and he gauged all these different insect stings to determine how painful these things were. And we basically took that as a roadmap transcribed it into YouTube videos, and this viral sensation was created. Yeah, but do you feel like this is people wanting to learn about animals, or do they just like seeing you in pain? Because yes. int intentionally quilling yourself just sounds terrible. Well, you're right. I mean, people certainly love to see the pain aspect, and they want to see that aspect of, is he really going to go through with what this is? But then once they watch and absorb the video, realize how much they learn about these creatures, and then find the Brave Wilderness channel and realize that the bite and sting content is really only about 2% of the work that we do. So it draws a lot of people in, and then they end up finding episodes about manatee conservation or Galapagos tortoises or a myriad of other creatures that have nothing to do with me being bitten or stung. And they're like, oh, wow, this is the new animal adventure content that exists for today's day and age. And, and certainly being able to grasp a younger generation, YouTube was definitely the spot to be able to do that. Because when you get the kids excited about animals, their parents pay attention. They're like, wait a minute, what is it that you're watching here? Let me, let me double check this to make sure this is okay for you. And then they realize, wow, this is incredibly entertaining and educational. And then you've got the whole family on board. So it's been a, a rather st strategic plan to really get people excited about animals. But, you know, here we are, moved from the, the realms of YouTube up to having a primetime TV show on Animal Planet. And I can't wait. Now, my question is this. What, um, 
What are the top three if that was the fourth? Or have you ever been bitten by the top three? Uh, yeah, no, I've been, well, bites and stings are two very different things. So we did experimentations with bites and with stings. So with the top stings, tarantula hawk is at number four. Above that is something called a bullet ant, then a Japanese giant hornet, and then something called an executional wasp. So as it currently exists, according to my experiences, the executioner wasp is the most painful sting in the insect kingdom. Execution. Hold on, wait, hold on. If, hold on. if wait, somebody wait, says wait, to me, wait, wait. that's an executioner wasp, that's all I need to know. That, I'm a, Leroy is out. What the hell? Where, where, where do you find these things? Right. Where's the executioner wasp? So a lot wasp? of these creatures live in, in Central and South America. The Japanese giant hornet, as its name would suggest, was found in Japan. <laughs> and, and the Japanese giant hornet, if you guys look this thing up, this was... Getting stung by this was like getting hit in the face by Mike Tyson. I mean, I literally saw a flash of stars when the stinger went into my arm. I mean, it was, it was one of the most excruciating pains I've ever gone through. Uh, the reason that the execution wasp is technically number one has to do with the after effects of the venom, how long it lasted, the hole that it essentially cooked in my arm and broke oh down my, God. my skin and my cells. So um, that was sort of a six-week ordeal after I was stung by it. But, um, yeah, I mean, we, we take a lot of time and, and care to research these things. And when I was stung by the executioner loss, to our knowledge, I was the only person that had been stung by it because it, it didn't it wasn't even ranked on Justin Schmidt's insect sting pain index. He also wasn't stung by the Japanese giant hornet either. There's multiple kinds of giant hornets. Only the Japanese giant hornet is the one that is responsible for killing. Uh, like 40 people a year die from being stung by these things. Jeez. So it's it's it was a, a pretty big risk, but what? it worked out. So you're going. So you, you've been doing YouTube. So that's kind of like your your own little domain now. Going to Animal Planet. Is there anything Animal Planet isn't going to let you do, <laughs> or do they want? Do they want all the crazy of Coyote Peterson? Well, you know what's funny is that that you know I was actually pitched by another network to do more of the crazy bite and sting stuff, and I, I turned that down. I was like, look, what we created on YouTube, like you can't overdo it. You know, like we saw an end in sight with what we were doing with the intentional bite and sting stuff, and I know that people love to see that. But with Brave the Wild season one, the, the network gave me full creative reign to create the animal stories that I wanted to tell. So there's no intentional bites and stings. Obviously, there's still a lot of what most people would consider crazy. Um, yes, there are accidental bites that happen, but, you know, me catching an, a massive over 100-pound alligator snapping turtle by jumping into the water with it. I mean, this is something that if your head were to land up in its mouth, it would pop your head like a grape. Um, so, there's, you know, that's in the premiere episode. I swim with Anna. Condas, I swim with Cayman. Uh, I'm five feet away from a jaguar in the wild after entering into its den. So we, we do a lot of rather seemingly crazy things. They're very well calculated risks that we research before actually taking, but certainly for the entertainment and educational aspects of it, uh, we try to keep this as high stakes as possible. Hey, can you do the other arm? You're killing your left arm. All the bites go up. He's watching. So, so people ask why that is. It's it, it's because I'm right-handed, so I have more control when I'm holding the insects with my right hand as compared to trying to do it with my left hand. And then, of course, it escaping and getting away and us not getting the episode. Uh, we're down here in Miami, Coyote. And I, before we get you out of here, I need uh, what is your best tip uh, for catching iguanas? Because they, they're they running ravenous down here. And, you know, we have success with the with the frozen ones. I mean, I myself have, uh, have a couple of barehanded catches uh, braving the wild like yourself. But, uh, but what are your best tips for catching iguanas? 
I mean, look, if you're catching a small iguana, it's probably pretty safe. But do keep in mind that some of those big boys, the big dominant King Kong males that are out there, like those get a hold of your hand. They're yeah. going to send you to the he's, hospital. He's so catching the big lizards. He's not catching. He's not oh, catching yeah, the big ones. No, I want a King Kong one. I want to catch the little ones. I, I mean, the, the the best play for catching iguanas is honestly to catch them at night because they, they, they're a diurnal species. They're asleep at night. If you go out with a flashlight, they actually sort of illuminate on the branches of the leaves in like a matte green color. You can see them. You can walk right up to them and pick them up when they're sleeping. They won't even know what's happening. Oh, or when it gets cold, like Tobin does, nope. and they just fall out of the tree and he catches them. Uh, there was, it, was a, it was a crazy catch, Coyote. <laughs> yeah, you should have seen it. Too. You should have seen it. Watch Coyote <laughs> Peterson Brave the yes. Wild. It starts up February 9th on Animal Planet. Uh, congrats on the show, man. Looking forward Thanks. to it. Looking and forward I'm sure to it's it. going to be awesome. Yeah, thank you guys for having me. I appreciate it. All right. All right. Uh, Leroy, that's, that's, hey, that's nuts. Hey, I'm looking Why at, folks, Why? I'm going to tell you right now, just go on the internet or whatever you have and look at Japanese giant hornet. And you know what you're thinking about these bees that you see flying around. And this guy has this thing almost in the palm of his hand. It is monstrous. <sighs> All right, we'll get you caught up. Everything uh, regarding the heat, 15 minutes of heat is next. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.